Hi everyone and welcome to the latest episode of The Digital Flash, where we discuss the big issues in digital marketing. I'm your host, Rob Farrell. Today we're going to be discussing customer experience, the new frontier of digital marketing. It's also called CX and it's a topic that's really attracting a lot of interest from marketing professionals around the world. Today I'm going to be joined by Dan Bloom of Qualtrics. Dan, welcome on board today, it's great to have you. Maybe you could tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background. Yeah, sure. So uh, I've been working in the customer experience space for about five or six years now. Uh, currently working at a software company called Qualtrics, and I've been here for the last 12 months. Um, Qualtrics is kind of at the new frontier of customer experience management and allowing businesses to run customer experience programs themselves, whereas previously it would have been something that they would have outsourced to um, third-party vendors or to technology partners that they would have then had to rely heavily on. So Qualtrics is very much on the new frontier of bringing that in-house. And um, Prior to Qualtrics, I was working at Oracle for three or four years in their customer experience cloud team. So Oracle are making a, a huge number of inve- investments in the cloud space, specifically when it comes to customer experience as well. So I kind of worked across the whole um, customer experience portfolio there, which gave me a good idea of the kind of broad spectrum of customer experience, everything from marketing through to sales and CRM to customer service as well. So I've got quite, kind of a good knowledge of customer experience across the board and how businesses are starting to adopt technology at different points in those customer journeys that they have um, and the success that they're seeing as a result of that as well. So modern customer experience is really enabled by technology. Perhaps you can give us a brief overview of how that's been evolving in the last couple of years. Yeah, I kind of, I think, in all honesty, I mean, specifically when it comes to customer experience, I think if you look at the last 10 or 15 years, I mean, the main thing that's happened is social media and the availability of everyone, me, you, all of our friends, to be able to share ideas, experiences that we have. And it's much easier now for us to, as soon as we have a bad experience, broadcast that to all of our friends that we follow or connect with or whatever it might be. So, Businesses have had to be much more savvy in terms of how they deliver experiences, how they um, are perceived in the marketplace, because one poor experience can suddenly escalate into something that could really influence their share price. And and we've seen that happen time and time again. And I I can talk through a couple of examples. Um, And I think what's happening within the cloud and SaaS world specifically is that customers' expectations have grown and have become more demanding in the last five or ten years than they ever have been and so businesses require technology that really links with kind of their key objectives and business outcomes but that can also adapt to what their customers are expecting and because we've got this more demanding economy people are on social media they're digesting information much quicker and they're much more demanding than they ever used to be businesses have to be much more flexible about the technology that they implement into their portfolios in order to be able to meet those growing expectations that their customers have so if they need to change something over the course of a weekend something like a cloud deployment gives them that speed and flexibility that they didn't have before with an on-premise type infrastructure where it was taking two or three years to implement so today's customer is ever more demanding than it used to be and so cloud technology is meeting those requirements and allowing businesses to adapt to those changes on an ongoing basis. So many traditional marketing or business professionals may think that customer experience is around staff members that are dealing with the public, perhaps over the phone or in a store. But in your own view, what's modern customer experience all about? 
Yeah, I think I think it's an interesting question because I, I think people often see it as that kind of one-on-one relationship that they might have when they speak with a brand or they connect with somebody within the company. Um, and customer service tends to be kind of the key area that people see. You know, this is when I'm having a phone call with somebody from that company, but. I think that's the old way of thinking about it. I think if you look at kind of a definition of customer experience today, it's the sum of all touch points that an individual is going to have with your business. And I think that's interesting because again in today's economy, there's so much information out there for customers and consumers to digest that what we're seeing is that between 70 and 80% of the buying process is done before the individual is even engaged with your business. So that means 70 to 80% of what your customers are seeing is essentially what's happening from the marketing sphere what's going out there in terms of content how individuals are engaging with your brand and all of these different touch points that customers are having that people didn't really acknowledge existed 10 15 years ago but now a kind of key to getting people in the door driving people to your website and getting them to convert and then retaining them as loyal customers when they're coming in at the customer service department as well. So it's very much looking at all of those touch points that customers have with your business and it's the businesses that are constantly gaining insights from all of those touch points about how they can improve that are really outgrowing their competitors. So Dan, you and I have been chatting about this topic for a while and exchanging different articles. One statistic that really interested me was saying that 39% believe that customer centricity starts at top management level. So in your own view, how can organizations create this overall culture that really supports good customer experience? It's a good question. So I think just to kind of give that a bit more background as well because there's some research that, that I've also seen on that. Gartner do a study every year where they look at the top 200 priorities of CEOs and if you look at the top 200 priorities in 2015 customer experience didn't actually feature in that at all and when you fast forward to 2016 it was actually in the top 5 of priorities for CEOs and so i think what's kind of really interesting that i'm seeing happening more and more and the more articles that i read i mean i read an article that came out yesterday that said that and again this was a Gartner survey that said in 2 years time 90% of CEOs believe that customer experience will be the key area that they're competing with against their competitors. And so that kind of growing trend where it wasn't even in the top 200 list of priorities and now it's it could be the new frontier for for differentiation and competition is extremely interesting and and you're right that it's having to cause a massive shift in how businesses operate in order to create a culture that is customer centric and that has CX at the heart of it. Um a top-down approach is definitely the best way to do it and it's the the most effective way to find change. Uh and I think I can give you a good example of that because I was at a conference last week with the head of customer experience at Borgosh. Um and they've had a huge number of changes in the last 2 or 3 years as they've tried to adapt to their their customers expectations and meeting and and exceeding those. And the lady that gave the speech um had just come into this role of head of customer experience probably 5 or 6 years ago. And at the time the only study as it were or research that we was being done into customer experience sat within the marketing department and it was the marketing uh team that were running kind of ad hoc surveys um and research projects with their existing customer base to kind of find out what their experiences were like what they'd improve about the business or the service that they got provided by board gosh 
But what happened was that the information stayed within marketing. It, it never went anywhere else. So all of those insights that were being collected was all brilliant stuff because it was the voice of their customers that were giving it. But it was never going anywhere because there wasn't this culture of customer centricity and customer experience across the board. So they never did anything with all of the information that they found out. And so that's where having that top-down approach is really influential because you have to have all of the different business units aligned to kind of two or three key metrics that are easy to measure um, and that everybody within those different departments can relate to. The two most common metrics that we see are customer satisfaction and net promoter score. So net promoter score is basically how likely you are to recommend a product or service to a friend or colleague. So what's happening from a top-down perspective is that they're starting to implement these NPS programs where every business unit within the company is responsible for their own NPS score. And it gives them a, a great benchmark to see which departments need improving. And often it might be something related to actually the employee engagement in that department that needs improving. Um, and then also looking at, well, from all of that benchmarking that we're doing across the different departments within NPS, what sort of influence do they have on the customer journey? And then if we take it to the customer journey level, you know, what are the key two or three touch points that our customers are constantly telling us that they're having a difficult time about and being aware of those by having that benchmark in place. So it has to be that top-down approach so that information isn't just siloed in different departments, but that it's being used interchangeably within departmental conversations. And so when it comes to setting business outcomes, it can be done at a top-down level where everybody knows what's going on in terms of imp improving customer experience. And that example of board, gosh, this lady that came in as head of customer experience, she recognized that the issue that they had was everything was siloed within marketing. And so she worked extremely closely with the chief executive in order to create this NPS style program, which they've been running now for probably two or three years. Um, and they're probably one of the top two or three brands in Ireland now from a utility space. And I know that they're only going to be doing better from now on. And she's enabled them to create this culture of customer experience across the whole org. And just that recognition that every department has some type of accountability for it as well. But that top-down approach is really imperative to getting this right. So to build that good CX culture, do businesses need to ensure that all of the different departments are involved and aligned and not just the sales or marketing departments? Yeah, I, th I think it definitely does because I think not only are businesses interacting with their customers, but even when they're interacting internally, I think what we're going to start to see more and more of that probably doesn't exist today is having teams within businesses that look at data and insights from a number of different sources all in one place. So what I mean by that is looking at market research, product research, customer experience, and employee engagement and putting all of that information together so that they can see, you know, is this metric dropping because of actually our employee engagement or is our employee engagement falling because our customer experience is poor and using all of the data and insights from those different areas to then feed out what changes need to happen in the organization and kind of that data team that can bring in and harness all of that information doesn't exist today, I don't think. Um, but I think that's going to be what we start to see in the next three to five years becoming an industry norm that businesses are, are looking all the time at ways that they can improve in every area of their business and most importantly in line with where their customers' um, experiences are concerned as well because sometimes it's the people within the business that are creating the poor customer experience and being aware of that is sometimes one of the key agenda points that the business executives want to be able to have that they don't have at their fingertips at the moment. Dan, you mentioned the importance of having data teams and using a good data infrastructure. 
So what do we need to know about how we can combine our data with our marketing activities in order to improve customer experience overall? Good question. Uh, so I was actually out in London this week. I had probably five or six meetings. Three or four of those were with CMOs. So I can probably talk quite closely about the experiences they're having at the moment, which is typically, and I'm just going to make a generalization here, every company is different and every industry is different. Typically what I'm seeing is CMOs are investing a huge amount in analytics and data tools. Now, we all know the goal of, of marketing generally is to look at driving traffic. At the moment, from a digital marketing perspective, it's driving traffic to a website and then trying to convert individuals once they're there. And companies are investing a huge amount in that type of technology that's going to allow them to understand who the best demographics are to target and kind of what happens once they get to the site. What the problem is, is that there's nothing going on that tells a CMO or a marketing team why customers will behave in a certain way. So your analytics tools and your data tools can give you a great idea as to who the people are that are coming to your site, what they do once they're there, but no CMO in the world really can tell me why is it that somebody leaves before actually doing anything. You know, they're spending all this money on A-B testing, on digital marketing tools to try and encourage people to convert once they're at the site. But if I looked a CMO in the eye and said, why do people leave your site once they come to the website, you know, before they, let's say it's retail, before they've made a purchase, before they've put something in their cart, before they've registered for an account, why are they leaving? None of them can really answer that question. And that's the breakdown at the moment, I think, between marketing and customer experience, that they're not combining insights with analytics. And that's where I'm seeing a massively growing trend that CMOs want the answers to those questions. They want to understand why customers will behave in a certain way online. And we're seeing retail being the main industry that's adopting this at the moment, because I think they're really at the forefront when it comes to knowing that customer experience is the next area to, um, to really compete with. And so they're adopting technology that allows them to combine those insights, i.e. answering those questions from the voices of their customers with the data and analytics tools that they've got in place at the moment so that their marketing spend is much more efficient and it's much more in line with what their customers want and what their customers expect because they're learning from them when they're on the website, engaging with them in a number of different ways to be able to answer those questions about why potentially they're leaving before doing anything. So being able to make a data-driven decision and building insights into that, as opposed to some kind of assumption-led decision that you get from an analytics tool, is something that is paramount to businesses' success over the next three to five years, I'd say. So data and analytics are kind of the internal assets or resources for many companies. Now, if they're used correctly for customer experience, can this give the organization a distinct source of competitive advantage? I think it does today and it, and it will continue to do so. I think, as I mentioned before, you know, 90% of CEOs believe that this is the next frontier for, for competition and differentiation. You know, it used to be about product-led differentiation. Today, they're thinking it's more about customer experience. When you look at businesses that deploy strategies that we would define as customer experience leaders... Um, they are outgrowing competitors by seven, eight times often. If you look at just the US, I mean, last year alone in 2016, around $40 billion was lost due to poor customer experience. That was a Forbes article that I read last week. 
40 billion dollars being lost by US brands alone. So when you scale that out across the world and, and this growing trend of customer experiences, it's only going to that gap is only going to continue to grow. And what we're seeing is C-level executives today, and this comes back down to that top-down culture as well. C-level executives today think that they're giving their customers a certain experience. And I think something like 80% of them think that they have a good customer experience. When you look at the customers themselves of those particular brands, about 8% of them say that they have a good experience. So what we have at the moment is this huge experience gap between C-level executives and the customers themselves. And so businesses are investing in technology that can start to bridge this gap, give them the tools to be able to manage their those customer experiences and, and close that gap between what C-levels think and what their customers actually do and, and say. Um, and the ones that are doing that very well are growing much quicker than their peers. There's also a report that I've read by Forrester called The Insights Driven Business. And they say something like, in the next four years, the insights driven business will steal two or three trillion dollars from competition because they're using data and analytics in continuous loops to constantly win and retain new customers. And they're doing it all the time. So it's not that they're just trying something and if it works, they stick with it. They're always learning from every touch point that customers have with their business. And by being able to learn from every touch point all the time and constantly make improvements, they're always meeting and exceeding their customer experiences. And if I was to kind of go to a real level view, if you and I have a poor experience with a brand, it's very unlikely we're going to go back to them again. So it's even more important that businesses are constantly making improvements to meet customers' expectations because if you give a poor customer experience, that customer is just going to go elsewhere. Customers are more fickle and, and disloyal today than they ever have been. So if you don't meet their expectations, you can bet that there's going to be another, another company that does. So getting this right, and then once you've got it right, continually involve, evolving that and harnessing new technology and new improvements that you can make, is the only way that businesses are going to succeed in the future. Dan, you mentioned that customer experience is growing in importance and it's getting a lot more attention and spend from CMOs and senior marketing professionals. So how is that looking perhaps across different sectors or different size organizations? I guess it kind of depends on the company. I think every company knows that they need to invest in tools and metrics and technology that's going to allow them to, first of all, measure customer experience and then give them a platform to improve it. Um, I think companies are seeing it go higher and higher up on the priority list. So along with that, budgets, when it comes to customer experience, are exploding. Um, and it's typically the top three items of spend that you're going to see in, in 2017 are going to be technology related to, to customer experience. I don't know what the industry value is, but it's in the trillions now in terms of how much budget is being spent on customer experience. Uh, but I think it, it depends on the resources that, that companies have available in order to see how quickly they can start to adopt that technology and spend that budget. Because the one thing that you don't want to do is start collecting all of this insight and start measuring metrics and spending money on customer experience and then not having a, a plan in place on how to actually act on that. And so often you'll have limited resources by which companies can actually adopt this technology and even less so to broaden it out and push it through the rest of the organization. So I don't think it matters whether you're a big business or a small business. I think every business knows that it's important. I think the big businesses are, are better set up in terms of being able to adopt the technology quickly because sometimes the smaller organizations don't have the resources. But then those smaller businesses that know how important CX is and that are investing in it initially are growing at a rate much quicker than their peers 
as a result of that. So I think you're only going to see spend increasing in the area. It's only going to be higher on the budget items. And, you know, when I speak to CMOs, if they can go into an executive board meeting and say, our customers are telling us that these are the top three areas that we need to invest in. These are the top three products that we need to deploy in the next year. That never existed before. Boardroom was just full of what do we do? You know, this is what we think our customers want. They weren't bringing the voice of the customer into the boardroom. And that's not happening anymore. Boardroom executives want data to make decisions. And those that don't are still kind of stuck in the dark ages and won't see their businesses grow because they're not listening and acting to what their customers want and expect. So we're going to see more of level executives and board meetings actually bringing the voice of the customer into the room which wasn't there five or ten years ago and it was everyone sitting around thinking you know what do we do next and how do we improve this without ever talking to the customer and i think that's a really interesting shift that we're going to see so dan you can work closely with different senior marketing professionals what other examples or insights can you share from your experience I've worked with a number of businesses in this space, and some of those, for confidentiality reasons, I can't disclose. I think Borgosh is a phenomenal example of this um, because energy utilities, I mean, it's not cool. It's not something that everyone goes out talking about on the weekends. It's, it's something where you just kind of want it to work. Your only engagement that you really have is that you get your bill once a month and you want it to be right, and if it's not, you're then going to get in touch with them. And they kind of accept the fact that, look, we're, we're not, you know, the Nikes of the world, and we're not these cool brands, we're just a utilities provider. And the fact that they've, first of all, created a world-leading MPS program across their entire organization, um, at the same time as being acquired by by Centrica, um, and also going from, I think, I don't know what the exact score was, but low down in terms of top customer experience brands and, and where they were on MPS, to one of the top two or three brands in Ireland, I think it is phenomenal and, and it's testament to the team there and the technology that they're harnessing. But if a business that doesn't have that much customer engagement really and, and doesn't see themselves as kind of cool and you know we're hip like other companies, if they're doing such a good job of it, then there's no excuse why everyone else can't. I think the other good example that is within the, the Forrester report that I read is the Washington Post out in the US. Now, media and especially newspapers are seeing a, a huge decline in print revenues. That's common knowledge at the moment, print revenues are declining and they're having to find a way to source revenue from their websites. And typically that's either through ad revenue or from subscriptions. And so when you look at businesses that are succeeding and actually growing in profitability in the online publisher space, they have to be doing something right because all of their peers are declining. When you look at The Guardian, when you look at all of the the leading newspapers in the world, all of their profits, all of their revenues are going down. So for a business to be succeeding in that space and having a digital strategy that leads to increasing revenues, they have to be doing something right when it comes to meeting their customers' expectations and and maximizing their their value when they're on the site. So the Washington Post is is a great example of that. I mean, there's a case study in that Forrester report which goes through what they're doing to be so successful in an industry that's typically declining. So, Dan, do you think that the Washington Post was able to achieve its success with customer experience because it gained senior management support and it aligned the CX culture with multiple different departments around its business? Yeah, I I think Washington Post is a particularly unique example of that. They're using data and analytics in kind of continuous loops to always look for improvements. And that isn't just at the C-level, that's in every individual within the business They're all on the same page as to what they need to do to make this business successful. And so all of them 
And I think this is where it comes down to having metrics upon which you can measure and give accountability and measure results. They all know where they stand within the organization as to how they can influence revenue, profitability, growth, etc., etc. So the top-down executives can say what they want from the business, i.e. we want net promoter score to go up by 10 points, or we want um, revenue from online to go up by 100 million or whatever it might be. And those individuals at the ground level that have to implement those changes in order to meet those goals have to know what the customer's expectations are in order to improve and, and achieve those goals. So yes, I, I think we're very much seeing it both from a senior management, both from an individual level and the businesses that are doing it right and, and putting that top-down culture in place for customer experience and those CEOs that value and, and see customer experience at the heart of everything else are the ones that are succeeding here. Dan, as we draw to a close, perhaps you can highlight maybe two or three big messages for the audience so that they can take these back to their own organizations. I think because the audience is more digital marketing, I'm going to focus my points on digital marketing and how they become part of a business's customer experience strategy. The first point is that you need to understand the why. And what I mean by that is that Analytics is only going to tell you so much. It's going to tell you who's on your site. It's going to tell you what they're going to do. It's not going to tell you why they're behaving in a certain way. It's not going to tell you why they have put an item in their basket and then left. It's not going to tell you why they've read one article on the website and then left. It's not going to tell you why they've been a customer for 12 months and then never come back again. Being able to understand the whys is going to be imperative to digital marketing strategies going forward because it's no longer good enough to invest in technology that drives people to a site but then doesn't understand why they're leaving once there. Um, So I think that's kind of the main trend that I'm seeing within digital marketing. The second one that I would probably say is you can start small. Customer experience is a broad term. It's being put out in industry summits and conferences all over the world. Customer experience can start very small. It can start with one metric that a business or a team measure Um, and just look for small improvements in that. It doesn't have to be something the whole business adopts to start with because some C-level executives aren't bought in yet. It can be something that starts small within a certain team and you start infiltrating different departments with, with the information that you've got. As a marketeer, if you can stand in front of other executives in the room or other senior management and say, and use information from the voice of your customers to say, this is where the business needs to go and this is where we found out that information, that's gonna get credibility across the organization and that culture is gonna grow itself. So I think understanding the whys and knowing where to start and that you can start small are key. Um, I also think that do as much research as you can as to where other marketers have succeeded when it comes to customer experience. As I mentioned with the board gosh example, that information was siloed within the marketing team. And it might have been that it was because the studies that they were running or the type of content that they were producing or whatever metrics it was that they were measuring didn't resonate with other people across the organization. So research where you work research what's driving change and how you can affect that change based on certain things that you can do within a within your day-to-day as a marketer fantastic so if anyone in the audience wants to find out more about customer experience can you recommend anywhere for them to go and visit uh i mean if you google customer experience these days and go on news articles there's probably 50 every day um as I say, I mean, where I'm working now, Qualtrics, and, and there was a, a good reason why I joined that organization. Um, we're creating technology, as I said, that allows businesses 
to run customer experience programs themselves, to make changes as they go, to be flexible, to be scalable, to start small, grow out across different uh, brands or different languages or across continents, whatever it might be. Being able to, to have that technology in a business without the reliance on a third party um, is somewhat unique at the moment. And what you're going to see over time, as I mentioned, is those teams within companies that are running customer experience, market research, and employee engagement studies all in the one area in order to allow them to constantly understand what they need to do to change. So um, Qualtrics has got a great set of tools for customer experience management. If you want to learn more about the topic, look at the analysts, look at Gartner, look at Forrester. I actually spoke to a guy at Gartner. Their number one query that they have coming in at the moment is customer experience. From all of the organizations that work with them as consultants or just look for them for industry expertise, customer experience is the one thing that everyone's trying to get right. There's so much information out there that you could find. Um, I think the world's kind of your oyster. But if I was a, if I was starting out customer experience, first of all, learn what it is. Um, second of all, look at businesses that have done it well, and then look to see how you might be able to replicate that in your, your organization. This has been great, Dan. Thanks very much for taking the time to tell us all about customer experience. And it really is the future for digital marketing. No, you're very welcome. It was, uh, it was great to be here. So to everyone in the audience, I hope you really enjoyed today's discussion about customer experience, the new frontier of digital marketing. My thanks to my guest, Dan Bloom of Qualtrics. To find out more about customer experience, why not visit the Qualtrics website? To find out more about digital marketing, visit the Digital Marketing Institute and our blog. You can also get social by following us on Twitter at DMI Group. Don't forget to let us know your thoughts on customer experience and its role in digital marketing. We'd love to hear from you.